I like I very seldom drive to Disney Springs, but I've never had a situation where I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is so far. You just walk the garage and walk in. I mean, it, it is what it is. So it's it's all good. It's all fine. Hey, Campbell, how you doing, buddy? This is my say. Hey, can you say hey to everybody? Hey, hi, everybody. Campbell, can you tell everybody what I your Campbell. favorite ride at Disney World is? Monorail. Monorail. You love the monorail? Uh, what else do you love at Disney World? Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, he's going to show you what he loves. Hold on one second, uh, and we'll just take this background off. Campbell, show the world. Show show the world what you got. <gasps> wow. There you go. Love it. Do you love your monorail? Yeah. Hey, what else do you love at Disney World? What else? You can talk. Tell me. Train. Train. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we proudly present our spectacular show of podcast magic and imagination full of Disney wonder, news, and pop culture. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast with Jen Novotny and David Dollar. Hey, Jen. Hey, Dave. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast. Welcome back. First of all, to the listeners, welcome back to episode number 167. And Jen, a warm welcome back to you after being gone for about a month and a half, and it feels like. Oh, gosh. Um, Of course. (laughs) We did a few episodes together. Uh, You know, we were able to to drop and release Mm -hmm. when you were gone, but you were in Iceland, you were in Norway, you were in Greenland, you were in the Circle, in Japan, in China, wherever you went on the the Caribbean. I don't know where you went. Uh, no, you guys were up in the North Atlantic. Did you did yeah. did you venture into the Arctic Circle? Is that right? We did. did. Re- that's yeah. We actually sailed into awesome. the Arctic Circle, which was really awesome. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Crazy. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to assume that's how you Disney last week because you were in the Arctic Circle on a Disney cruise. Yeah, basically. You know? so, yeah. Um, now we're gonna have Kyla, Kyla, Kyla on because it was also part of that cruise. Um, yep. By the way, for the listener, school starts tomorrow. Uh, my wife's at work downtown, so the the background noise you hear is my kid. There's nothing I can do about it. He's happy. He's building his mono- Lego monorail. Lego That's train. awesome. He's got a monorail going on. Um, you know, so it's. I'm not going to stop him because he's happy. He's great. He's doing his own thing. He's just loud. So for the uh-huh. listener, I, a lot of you guys are probably parents, and you're probably going, "I get it. I understand. I totally understand." Right? Yeah. Okay. Hey. So we will talk in a few weeks, though, about your cruise. That's going to be an upcoming episode. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not next week, however, because next week. Probably your final big travel, maybe of the season of for a while. You're going to to Costa Rica on an ABD trip, mm-hmm. so I sure cool. am. Yeah, cool. so well, we'll it'll be it'll be a good time. That's, but but uh, I do have to ask you this about the cruise, and I know again we'll we'll talk more in depth about the cruise later. But as far as because Kyla 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 mentioned this, mm-hmm. you were in an area where, where there was there was 24 hour days for a day or two there, right? Like you had no. Yeah, it was um, almost 24 hour daylight, and I mm-hmm. will tell you there was one time where Kyla 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 um, had a balcony room next to mine, so we had our stateroom attendant open up right. the balconies. So we actually had we called party balcony because mm-hmm. <laughs> everybody could come I can and see enjoy. That. It. I can yeah. see that. Um, we had lots of friends during sail away. They would just come and, and stand right. on our balcony because right. there was plenty of room. So, um, yeah, like the one night it was seriously like 1am and we were all sitting outside on the balconies with like blankets. Cause it was chilly right. and right. just like, it's not dark. 
this is so weird. <laughs> it just That's kept so saying, strange. Like, this it's is so weird. Have, have so you ever weird. seen the movie Insomnia uh, with Al Pacino and Robin Williams? I, I for the listener, not. I don't recommend it necessarily. It's a rated, it's a great movie, but it's rated R. It's a hardcore film. Um, but the whole thing is is Robin Williams is the bad guy. Al Pacino is going up there to Alaska to, to retrieve him. And it's in that period of the 24-hour days where there's oh, no, yep. no, no nighttime, nighttime for like three months on end. And the whole movie is his, she just kind of break down, not being able to handle the 20. I would love to experience that for a day or two, just to say that I experienced it. I can't mm-hmm. imagine doing that for months on end. That would be. Not for months. A, it was like, I mean, there are blackout curtains. Mm-hmm. So like for sleeping, you know, right. and that's fine. But literally it was like, we would leave dinner and it was like 10 o'clock. <laughs> right. And it was like, so it's daylight. So strange, so strange. Well, my um, dizzying this week for me, it's not nearly that exciting. Of course, my wife, uh, my my beautiful bride was gone last week or the week before and last week, coming back last week. It's been a lot of the kids, the kids going back to school tomorrow, like I said, which is really exciting. I got to see Haunted Mansion, though. I did get to go to the movies for the first time in a very long time. And I understand that you saw it as well. I did on the ship because, of course, yeah. Disney Cruise Line does first-run movies. Yes, yes, yes. That's so. When we were on our honeymoon, Steph and I, we got to see Miracle, the Kurt Russell film, the hockey <gasps> oh, team. Yeah. Uh, like three days before it came out, they had started showing it on the on the yep. in-room in-room uh, um, television stuff. So we watched Miracle. No, in the room, like the theater or whatever. Uh, not in the, room, the theater, the yeah. theater itself. So we got to see Miracle like on a Wednesday or something, and it came out on Friday and whatever. So mm-hmm. we'll get the Haunted Mansion though towards the end of the show. We're going to kind of yeah, do a quick sure. movie review overall, but. Jen, we got a lot of news to get to because you haven't been here in a while. So let's just hop on some news. It's all the news that's fit to print with David Ola and Jen Vatney. Yeah, news. Well, first of all, let's talk about Minion Land. We're going to talk about Universal first. Um, Minion Land is now officially, well, it's not open yet. If you're listening to this on a Thursday, it opens tomorrow. Tomorrow. It opens tomorrow on the 11th of August. Minion Land with the new ride, the Villain Con. uh, Minion May, Villain, hold on, let me find it here. Mm. I don't want to, I don't want to. It's Illuminations Villain Con. Minion Blast. That's it. Yes. Yes. So August 11th, 2023 is when, um, when, Minion Land will open. Now it's kind of the front of the park. It's where the Shrek area was. Mm-hmm. So as you're walking through Universal Studios, yes. Florida, it's gonna be it's gonna be right there. Uh, there's a whole area opening up: the Minion Cafe, the Bakery, the Bake My Day, mm-hmm. uh, the Freeze Ray Pops, there's the ice creams and things like that, the Papanana, the Marquee Dining location. Those are all mm-hmm. that's all that stuff there. The Illuminations Theater is gonna have meet and greets with uh, not only yep. Minion characters but also seeing two characters, which is really strange. It's yeah, not, that's not a movie that I expected to be. I mean, they're they're good movies. I don't they're good ever movies. Um, oh yeah, I have actually. But the characters, well, the first are just, one anyway. It's not a it's not a movie that I'm like people are climbing for the characters, but I would go meet the the hippopotamus and the the koala with there. I have no idea. So, but um, the food looks really really good. You're gonna have Mel's yeah. Meatball Mountain, Uncle Drew's Belly Filling Pork mm-hmm. Sandwiches, Otto's Noodle Bowl, Fluffy Unicorn Cupcakes, and all that. Uh, the Minion Blast, of course, is a is a like a almost like a Toy Story Mania type ride is what a I little can bit is what it looks like. Kind of, I haven't yeah. experienced it yet. Um, so, well, yeah, none of us have. So, yeah, exactly. it'll be so an it's interesting be cool. though to see. I did get to try the food though when I was at Universal at that conference. We had a little preview of the Minion Land food. Oh, how how was it? Actually, it was quite good. good. There were like cute little Minion potatoy things that looked like the little minions. And then there were uh, the mac and cheese was good. The mm-hmm. um, you mentioned the sandwich that was good. Yep. 
we also had the meatballs. I'd have to look and see every, like we didn't have absolutely everything, but we had a lot of it, including some of the desserts. And um, we also had like banana flavored popcorn. So that was interesting. Um, <laughs> it was good. Nice, nice. Well, also at Universal, they're opening up, um, not open yet, it's going to open sometime in 2024, DreamWorks Land. And this is going to encompass all the characters they don't have homes for right now, the Shrek character, the Kung Fu mm -hmm. Panda characters, and things like that. Um, according to Bio Reconstruct on Twitter, or X, which is a great follow, if, you, mm -hmm. if you're on that site, follow this guy, because it's, some of the stuff he posts is amazing. Uh, I think he does a lot of drone work. I say he. It might be a she. I don't know. They do a lot of drone work, so they do a lot of aerial shots okay. of lands and yeah. stuff. So you, a lot of times he'll post he she will post maps and they'll have little numbers going this is where this coaster is going to go and this is where this is going to happen oh, that's cool. the building here they've done that with epcot with uh with moana's uh journey mm -hmm. of water journey um of water. but the but right now it looks like the shrek's house is being built you'll be able to visit shrek's house the uh the woody woodpecker coaster is going to be a rethemed to something else probably uh you know maybe a kung fu panda type coaster or whatever but that's coming mm -hmm. along that also will be in universal studios florida towards the back of the park uh over there close to where it's near et e exactly quasi producer heather does not like et so we won't harp on that but this will be over in that corner so that's enough about the park down the street don't worry yeah. about that um the food and wine festival has started at disney world uh, Which still blows my mind, July. honestly. Well, actually, and it's starting actually a little bit later than I think last year started. Last year was like the 15th or 16th. Yeah, last this year time was, was like mid-July. And yeah. maybe, I don't know if it was because it was 2022, which is coming off the heels of 2021 last year. Right. The masks were gone and a lot of the restrictions were gone. So people were kind of, I don't know, people were flocking to the parks over the course of yes. summer. I, I don't know. Maybe they were going to kind of pull it back some as well. But Food and Wine Festival, also blowing your mind. Um, the first... Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party is opening up uh, on the 11th, which again is tomorrow. It's so funny because like last week on the on the cruise, we did have some internet, like a little bit, like enough to like post or whatever. And right. Brady's like, but Disney's already decorated. He's like, it's like Halloween. I was like, yeah, it's, it's, it's August. Yes. And he's like, it's just so early. I'm like, eh, every year. <laughs> yes. And to give you an update on the actual tickets themselves, which of course... Your favorite upon a star travel agent, pick me, pick me, uh, or Jen, um, can, can get your tickets for you. But those tickets are starting to sell out here and there. They're not sold out completely. And I think it will be no, a little while before everything sells out. Yeah, I agree. But I do think they will sell out because most of August has already sold out. Uh, I'll give you the dates here real quick. As of right now, at this moment, when we're recording, the 11th is sold out. So the first night, tomorrow night, is gone. Uh, the 15th and 18th, yeah. the 22nd, 25th, the first five nights of the party are gone. So those are all gone. If you want to go in August, the 29th is available. And then, of course, September 1st. All the September dates are still available except for September 15th. So you still mm -hmm. have two, four, six, eight, ten. You still have 12 opportunities in September to go. For October, the 31st is still sold out. Um, so that date is gone. But you still have two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve. 12. You have like 16 opportunities to go in October. But I'll tell you, I'm actually starting to sell tickets now because the dining dining is done 60 days ahead of time. And I've right, been dining for a right. couple of families already for their early October trips. And they're buying their tickets now because I think a lot of people are basing on like, okay, can we get our, our yeah. Space 220 and our Cinder Royal table? Can we get those on the dates mm -hmm. we want? Okay, good. Well, now we know what day we're going to go to the party. And I think they're scheduling around yeah. that. So I think these October dates are going to start filling up. As I tell my clients and I tell everybody, when you know you're going to go, go ahead and get your tickets they are non-refundable they're non-transferable so mm -hmm. you have to know you're going to go don't do it a well let's go and get the tickets we'll hold on to them and if we don't go we get a refund maybe no you can't nope and nope. 
I don't even want to say that Disney will will transfer your tickets because that's a, that's a no on them. They they you know call mm-hmm. them and talk to them maybe, but no, they won't do it. So if you go, if you buy your tickets, you're going or you're you're gonna have tickets in your hands. So, but if you know you're gonna go, I would go ahead and get your tickets just as an FYI there. Uh, so yeah, the party is starting. Jen, right now the haunted mansion is closed. Um, some sites out there like to tell you that the haunted mansion is closed indefinitely. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, it's it, closed for a couple not. of days because. I think the hat box, well, the hat box ghost is coming. We know this for sure. We know that they announced We know that. that. And I think they are starting to put in the process of putting the hat box ghost. Very in. possible. If I had to theorize, they close it for a couple of days. Cause there might be a few things they had to, to do to put mm-hmm. it in later that would keep the ride from working. So you close it for down in a couple of days and then, you know, do that part of it, open the ride back up because where Donald's chair is one of the first scenes, it's, yep. it's going to be right there. So the Hatbox Ghost, as we know, is coming, and the Haunted Mansion will be opening back up on August the 11th. So, I mean, if you're in town on August the 11th, you can go to a party, visit the newly imagined, which is probably a little touch-up of the Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm. Ma- Minion Land is going to be opening, so a lot of things happening on August the 11th. August the 11th, I- right? August the 11th, yeah. So one of the things I didn't actually know was happening until today was that Disney Springs is getting rid of valley parking. Did you know this, by the way? I saw that. Um- yeah. Mm, I I just saw the article about it. I was like, oh, okay. But yeah, like, this is happened this terrible like, for me to say, like, I've never actually used valet parking at Disney Springs. I don't use so. valet parking either. Well, here's the thing. And the article that I'm reading um, is telling mm-hmm. is saying that one of their theories is that it wasn't that popular. Like they were having a whole section so. of places that nobody was really paying for because it was like 20 bucks a day to park in the lot next to the entrance. Well, yeah. but nobody was nobody was parking there. And so because it's free parking and it's right. the, the parking garage is right. actually pretty easy to use because it'll show you right. this many spaces on this level. And then it has like the green light over the open spaces. So it's like right. I wasn't going to pay for valet parking there. Right. So one of the theories I think is that um, people are saying that maybe Disney's going to do a preferred parking. Like if you want to pay for prefer, preferred parking, you pay like an extra $20 or whatever okay. uh, just for that one section, rather than having valets out there spending all day out there trying to park cars and having to pay the valets, you just right. pay the money and go park towards, towards the front. If you want, I, I like, I very seldom drive to Disney Springs, but I've never had a situation where I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is so far. You just walk the garage and walk in. I mean, it, it is what it is. So it's, it's all good. It's all fine. Looking at my list here. Hey, Campbell, how you doing, buddy? Yeah. This is my Hey, can you say hey to everybody? Hey, everybody. hey hi, everybody. everybody. Campbell, can you tell everybody what I your Campbell. favorite ride at Disney World is? Monorail. Monorail. You love the monorail? Uh, what else do you love at Disney World? Oh, oh he's out. That's it. <laughs> oh, hold on. Hold on. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, he's going to show you what he loves. Hold on one second, uh, and we'll just take this background off. Campbell, show the world. Show, show the world what you got. Oh. <gasps> Wow. Love it. Do you love your monorail? Yeah. Hey, what else do you love at Disney World? What else? You can talk. Tell me. Train. Train. And you love the Skyliner? Yeah. Yes, he loves the Skyliner too. Any, like, in, in our home, and this is going to have an aside, in our home right now, as I'm looking out above the living room, there is a Disney monorail. There are a couple of Skyliner little toys set up on the side. Mm-hmm. There are at least two or three trains just sitting around sitting around here. There's another monorail here on the floor. He just loves all of those things. Uh, of course, your hubs, uh, Brady, was generous mm-hmm. enough to to donate to my son's uh, train fund, a, a vintage Lionel train, which is really, really cool. He has that sitting right over here, all, like, like lined up in a row. So, uh, so yeah, that is my son and uh, making one of his first uh, appearances on the podcast. Um, oh, so yay. more news uh, with Haunted Mansion closing and reopening up. I have to ask you, Jen, I'm going to ask you these mm-hmm. four things. Do okay. you think 
these will reopen. These are things that have been closed for a long time. Now, okay. we know Galactic Star Cruiser is not going to open it's in its own oh, form. Yeah, we know that. Okay, we know correct. that. We know it's gone, know right? And we know right. the Disney Enchantments, that's gone too. So you'll see articles correct. that are like, currently closed. It's like, no, why are you telling it's, me it's gone. They're not coming back. It's, it's gone. It. It's right. Do we think Blizzard Beach is going to reopen? Well, yeah. Do we think? Because it hasn't reopened at all this summer. Do you think it's just they don't need to? Or are they doing the whole total Well, if you can recall, or? like Typhoon Lagoon was down for months whenever right. they were doing that big overhaul after COVID. Mm-hmm. So right. I would be shocked if they did not bring back Blizzard Beach. That doesn't mean they're not going to do some overhauls, some work on it. I, mm-hmm. I don't think it's going anywhere. I feel like that's a that's too big of an area to not reopen. That's Correct. A, that's a park. That's a, That's a whole park. park. And it's yeah. not like, and I feel like if they were going to close it, listen, we didn't have any closing merch. We didn't. Right. I mean, right. none of the exactly. signs of, okay, exactly. so I just think it's a an extensive mm-hmm. overhaul. I don't know that it's ever had a super extensive overhaul since right. it right. opened. I mean, other than just like the seasonal, you know, obviously they take down right. Typhoon for a month. They take down Blizzard Beach for a month, you know, so I agree with that because they do they do the seasonal, you know, they'll close one park and open the other and the close yeah, one they, they work to. on and they kind of flip flop. Oh, of course, the course of the winter, they do that, too. They'll close one for, you know, for December, right. January, whatever, while they refurb. It's been an extended refurb for Blizzard Beach. And I agree. I think it will reopen. To me, it's a little odd. It hasn't reopened because it's been because it's a melty, hot summers. summer. <laughs> exactly. But it may not. I mean, Arctans is not not is down a little bit. So let's be honest. I'm not going to sugarcoat that. Uh, so maybe the. the the demand is just not there for having two parks open. I don't know. I don't know. So. Oh, but also, if it did need an overall, like if it needed that, mm-hmm. you know, substantial, this is the time to do it. Yeah. then this is the time to do it. So well, I mean, at I, some point, think, it's going to have to happen. So I think that, you know, yes, we are a couple of years removed from COVID, but I still think we are finishing the mm-hmm. the, the stretches oh, of yeah. COVID, like those little bits and pieces that like still yep. aren't happening yet, because I think there's still a little bit of lingering from that, uh, yep, which I brings agree. me to my next one, 1900 Park Fair. Do you think it's going to reopen oh. at Grand Floridian? Maybe with the refurb they're doing. I mean, it, it, I would say I would I would hope to hear something after this refurbishment because they are on the main building now, right. which is, you know, a bit more extensive, a bit more intrusive. Now, we just right. had, listen, Agent Alexa just stayed there. She was fine. Like, right. still a great resort. And the refurb rooms are gorgeous. So, right. um. But I don't know. It doesn't seem like that one's in a hurry to be coming back. And I don't know if it's because it's a buffet. I don't know what the what the reasoning behind it is. But that mm-hmm. is the last holdout that I can think of yeah. on Disney yeah. property. And that was a character meal, of course, different for breakfast and than lunch and dinner was different. Well, actually, just breakfast and dinner. Because it was like breakfast into lunch. It was right. Like brunch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, of course, yeah. they had the Royal Gala. Where for breakfast, they had it was like an English breakfast because they had Mary Poppins. Yeah. Who and Tigger, and Matt Hatter. Alice and Matt Hatter, which seemed like an odd combination of characters, but it all was based in, on British characters. <laughs> yeah, for dinner, exactly. it was Cinderella's Royal Gala, where you met the prince, you had mm-hmm. the uh, this uh, Lady Tremaine Step-sisters. and the stepsisters. Fairy Godmother never made it. I never saw her there. I mean, she was never a regular character there. No, she might have showed up every now and then. She used but... to be at, at um, actually Grand Floridian Cafe. Before they mm, moved the Cinderella okay. characters over, they right. would show up at the cafe. Okay. Um, Susie and Perla, the, the mice, would show mm-hmm. up. Um, so, but yeah, I did not really see her at the at the gala. Interesting, the, the fairy godmother. Mm-hmm. So I think that I don't know that 
I'm hoping it reopens as a character breakfast or character meal because I think those characters I so were too. I think that's what set that apart. Yes, the food is good, but it's one of those that the was strawberry not a destination. Soup. Yes. Strawberry soup was great, but you can also get that, I want to say, at a couple other places now. Um uh they might have moved it elsewhere, but like pre-COVID, yeah. it was like you went there for yeah, strawberry yeah, soup. Yeah, like, exactly. So but like to me, it's not it, it was not a destination without the characters. Like yeah. I was not like I would not take a time out of my day to go over there and hit the Magic Kingdom, you know, later on in the morning just to do that without the characters. So I'm hoping the characters do make a return. Mm-hmm. You know, Trattori El Forno is fantastic over at Boardwalk, but the characters is what made it. You had Rapunzel, Flynn, uh, Ariel, mm-hmm. and Eric. The restaurant's open, but the characters are not back yet. So I'm hoping those they will return at some point soon. That's All right, next right. one on my list here, uh, The Voyage of the Little Mermaid. Do you think that's going to reopen in Hollywood Studios? Yeah. I don't think I so. would be surprised. I, I don't yeah. think so. It's it's had its yeah. run. It's been around mm-hmm. since the nineties. Like right. I mean, was that an original? Oh, I don't know that it was an opening day. Yeah, but it I was. No, it was opening. It was pretty close. Mm-hmm. It's been there for a long it, time. It's one of those like I'm surprised they haven't reopened it just seasonally, like they did with Stitch's Great Escape or oh, yeah. attractions that they they, they they kind of are on their last legs. They open them mm-hmm. just for certain amounts of time or. When it's really super busy in the park, like that'd be like something would open mm. over the holidays to kind of that people eater to kind of get people, you know, yeah. out of the out of the, the the walkways and stuff. But again, like Blizzard Beach, it may just not have been a need for it. I don't know. I mean, I would um, I, I don't but, because I even think of like the Wonders of Life Pavilion that kind of sat there for a while before. Right. right. You know, before well, it but went the, away. Did the signage stay up for a while even after it was closed or I'm trying to they... remember because that was a long time ago now, but right. I, I feel like it was up for a while. Yeah. So, I mean not that they couldn't revamp it or do something else with it, but now Little Mermaid does have an attraction in Magic right. Kingdom. So mm-hmm. I don't know that we need the show at the studios. I feel like they maybe have ideas to repurpose that space for something right. else. Well, and it is announced kind of, anything, but it's kind of out of place because you used to have the animator studio right there where you go right. in, do the animation, meet some characters. Mm-hmm. The mermaid was right here. The mermaid ride was all kind of Disney junior. So it's all like yeah. a play area, which was kind of thing. Now it's launch Bay. Is launch Bay even open? Right. I have no idea. Uh, um, launch Bay is not launch Bay. No launch Bay is open, okay. but it's just, it's interesting it's out- though, because it's like, it's out of place with star yeah. Wars. Yeah, that's completely out of place to me. But also, I think that's one that even easier than Little Mermaid. I think that's just an opening like you walk through and see stuff and yeah. whatever and meet some characters. That's an easy thing for Disney just to open up and be like, hey, y'all, come on, get out of the heat. Yeah. You know, come on in. Um, right. And so, yeah, I think that it wouldn't shock me if both of those attractions changed mm-hmm. to something else to blend it in. As long as you don't touch one man's dream. One man's dream cannot be touched. It, it has to stay where it is. I actually love one man's dream. Yeah, I do too. I do too. A lot of Disney fans do. Final one here. Speaking of Hollywood Studios, do we think that the Jedi training will ever return to Hollywood Studios? Well, I know a lot of people hope it will. Yeah, I the mean, stage is still there. The whole setting the is still stage there. Is there. And, I've, you know. and that was like super duper popular. Mm-hmm. I, I, here's the thing. I almost feel like if it does, I don't know that it's going to look the same. Right. Right. I, I just, I don't know about that because then you also think like, well, would it make more sense to have it in Galaxy's Edge or, you know, yeah, well, I don't know. That's, that's but it was part one. of it was part of Star Tours. Like, I mean, it wasn't part it was, of it, but I mean, yeah. it was that attraction right there. Star it was Tours that attraction. Was right there. Right. The Jedi training was right there. It was all right there together. And I still feel, I feel like you could have that all together still and make that little little corner of Star Wars it. there you as well. Totally I, I think it. that would work um, because I think Disney has put forth the story that the first order and the prequel, the sequel trilogy, that's kind of the setting for Galaxy's Edge, mm-hmm. whereas the Star Tours is more of. 
the original the and the OG and the other characters and stuff, even though you get right. some sequel trilogy in there. Um, I think it's kind of a mess with the storytelling right now. Like, I think they're trying to figure out exactly There's what that. stories There's they want to tell. It's just a lot, a lot going on. And, you know, it, I think a lot of a lot of fans are probably not too concerned with canon, but at the same time, it's like, let's get some cohesiveness here. Come on. Come on. <laughs> come on, the Bobby. Uh, um, come on, the Josh. You can do this. Uh, so, final thing here on the news. Dining has been changed up a little bit here. It has. Where, um, I didn't see any different, much differences this morning. So maybe it's already changed. I didn't see it. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But apparently, and correct me if I'm wrong, Jen, uh, on this, but apparently you will now be able to see when you go into do dining, you'll be able to see everything available for a time yes. versus traditionally. Because yes, it was like three, they pick like yeah. three times basically. Yep. So it yeah. would be like, oh, hey, I want it for dinner. So it might give you like six, six, right. 15. 645 right. you know yeah. something like that oh and sometimes it was odd because you know if you wanted sci-fi for lunch you'd go in there and it would give you 1045 1130 and like two and you're like can we have something like 1230 ish whatever we got something going on and then if you would search for 1230 like it would, you would pop up pop it's up. like so why yeah exactly or you, you pick the 1130 and you go back in to change it and then and then like four options show up for, for 1230 or whatever. So so now all your options are going to show up, which are really, really good. Um, again, I don't know if that's happened yet. I know it was coming to this and Disneyland. Um, and I didn't um, do any this morning, so I, I don't I did some know. this morning, but it all looked the same as usual, as usual. Okay. But I also, when I do dining, like you, Jen, you move very fast, go to specifically yeah. what you want. I don't linger around. I'm like, hmm, I wonder what the Plaza Restaurant has open. I'm going, there's space. There's Cinderella's Royal Table. Right. There's Sci-Fi Cafe. There's Tusker House. Boom, 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 boom. And then I'm done. And then afterwards, I'm like, it's 5.15 in the morning. I don't even know what I just did. I'm going back to bed. So Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. That'll just be something to like experiment with, you know, in our spare right. time. Right. So a lot of Disney news coming out there. And of course, there's more to come as well because D23 is coming up or Destination D. Is Destination D. Yeah. Destination D is coming up very, very soon. And uh, yeah, we got more Disney stuff on the horizon. But let's talk about the movies. I do want to mention that Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is now on Disney+. Plus. So if you want to yep. watch that, it's now available if you haven't seen it. Um, Little Mermaid. At this point, I'm just waiting till I go through. I'm yeah. just going through. There you go. Um, Little Mermaid is uh, going to be streaming on September the 6th. The new Little Mermaid that came out and made the theaters. If you want to see it now on your on the big screen at home, September the 6th on Disney+. Plus. So you can mark that on your calendars as well. Speaking of movies, Jen, let's talk about Haunted yeah. Mansion. Haunted Mansion was released. Uh, let me go to the glasses here. Uh, let's see. Haunted Mansion was released a couple of weeks ago in late July, starring yes. Lakeith Will uh, Lakeith Williams. Uh, I'm sorry, Lakeith Stanfield. I'm sorry about that. Um, directed by Justin Simeon, and I want to give a little background here on who some of these people are. Justin Simeon was a director of. Uh, let's see. He directed a movie called Bad Hair and a movie called Dear White People, which are both actually fairly amusing films. They're satirical and this, they kind of sound mm -hmm. a little political, but they're both fairly satirical. Uh, this movie stars Lakeith Stanfield, Tiffany Haddish, Owen Wilson, Danny DeVito, Rosario Dawson, Jamie Lee Curtis, and Jared Leto as the Hatbox Ghost. Um, mm -hmm. essentially, and I'll run through the no spoilers, but I'll run through the plot real quick. Right, Ben yeah, Mathias, no he's a physicist, he's developing a camera to detect ghosts in dark matter. He meets a young woman who he falls in love with, they get married, and tragically, something happens to her. Um, as we cut to him how, living just a terrible, shallow life, and he's doing tours in New Orleans, just having a terrible time. And he gets recruited and hired by a, a priest, played by Owen Wilson, quote unquote, priest, uh, played by Owen Wilson, to come over to Gracie Manor, who Living there now is Rosario Dawson and her young son, uh, played by 
Chase Dillon. That's his name. I wanted to make sure uh, he did a great box. job too. He did a great job. He was really he did funny. A great job. He was very very funny. Uh, a few cameos here. Winona Ryder has a cameo. Mm-hmm. Daniel Levy has that a cameo. one shocked me. I was like, what? Um, a comedian Joe Coy is in this. Mary Lou Henner is at the very beginning. I mm-hmm. saw her and I'm like, I didn't know she was in this film. I did the same thing. It's I was a like, cameo. what? Quick <laughs> cameo. Um, so again, they go through this whole thing. And there's a whole trick to this movie where once you go into the mansion, the ghosts then follow you home. So they have to go back to this mansion to deal with this problem. Um, right. Danny DeVito gets involved in the process. Uh, Tiffany Haddish's character, she's like a psychic medium. She gets involved in it. And they're all, there's a whole like a little, uh, basically they have to, to battle the Hackbox ghost, who's the big bad of the whole movie itself. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a ton of Easter eggs in this movie for the Haunted Mansion. There are so many coasts. references. From, from both, both coasts. coasts, yes, not just yes. Disney World, Disney. Yeah, Lincoln. I mean a lot of references from the go- from the three ghosts, the hitchhiking ghosts, to Donald's chair kept popping yep. up, like uh, you know that you see in Haunted Mansion, the graveyard scene, uh, Madame Leota and the and the uh, uh, the orb, uh, the glass ball, um, just the crystal ball. All like there's so many things in here. And it's um, like if Jen- you think about it, like suddenly it would be like, oh, I, there that is. Okay, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, and a lot of it sometimes is just coming so fast. It's like, oh, there's mm-hmm. a, there's that. Oh, there's that. Like, don't just, look away, basically. Yeah. Like you'll miss something. If you told me there was 104 references to Haunted Mansion, I would believe you. I don't know that there's that many, but I would believe you easily. I wouldn't be surprised. So, Jen, tell me, what did you think of the movie itself? Um, Give you anything I missed in the in the plot of the overall synopsis, and and what do you think? I think that was a good description of the synopsis. I think. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would say this was far better than the Eddie Murphy version. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Eddie. I've not seen Um, that one actually. I need to see it. Oh, really? Okay. I did watch it, and you know, was I entertained? Yes. (laughs) Was it a great movie? No, those two uh, things don't have to be mutually exclusive. Being entertained, correct. have a good movie. Yeah, it, yeah, it doesn't to have to be this so. right. So this, I would say, was of I would call this a more cohesive storyline. Like mm-hmm. you could tell that they did right. their research on you know, a lot of different things. Um, the way they tied a lot of things together was super interesting to see. Um, of course loving the nods to the rides you know right. like i said right. i mean just all the different like oh there's that oh there's that you know and and um even how they bring in i don't want to um how they bring in the exteriors let's just say yes. of the yes. oh on both coasts that's mm-hmm. all i'll say about it but it's interesting how they get that in there because i mean this is definitely not like when you first right. see the, the exterior right. of it's, it's disneyland and you're like oh that which makes sense because that's New Orleans Square. So, you know, obviously it being set in New Orleans, it makes sense that that would be the exterior that is, mm-hmm. you know. But then you're like, oh, I wonder where. And then like, you're like, oh, oh. oh. So originally wow. this movie was was taken on by Guillermo de Toro, who has done a lot of- Oh yeah, he's, he's done a great a director. He did Shape of Water, which we also call Grinding Nemo uh, from a few years ago. He did um, Pan's Labyrinth, which I've, I've not seen, but I've heard it's incredible. Mm-hmm. He's, done a, he's done a lot of movies. He's a great director. Yeah. He actually replied to one of my tweets one time a long time ago. So I hold that as on my resume Ooh, of coolness. Good job. Good um, job. But he was- Attached to it in 2010, it was his, which is when we started hearing um, word that a new Haunted Mansion movie was going to be made. Um, and it kind of went into what's called devel- developmental hell. And if you don't know what that term means, that's basically any project that's been lingering around for years. Mm-hmm. And there are some movies out there that are really popular now that have been in development for 20 years. Just bounced around from studio to that studio by the rights, this studio mm-hmm. by the rights. George Clooney is attached. And then Denzel Washington is attached. And then, you know, yeah. L. Fanning's attached. And then nobody's, it's just all over the place. It's crazy. Um, so this one was there for like 10 years until uh, Justin Simeon and Disney finally stepped in and said, hey, let's let's make this movie. Um, set in New Orleans as well. And I and I agree yeah. with you. I, I had fun with this. this 
this was entertaining. This is not the greatest movie I've seen. It's not my time. No, no, but it it was entertaining. Absolutely. Yes. Unlike you who have, I don't think have seen 33 movies in the last five years. I've seen 33 (laughs) movies from this year. Uh, It's not my top 10. Um, but I laughed several parts. I laughed at the key points. The cast yes. is fantastic. I the cast love, is fantastic. Absolutely. I love Rosario Dawson in anything she's in. Yes. Um, she was Owen great. Wilson is fun. Like I Keith always Stanfield. love Owen Wilson. <laughs> Owen Wilson is great. Of course, he's Latin Queen. Uh, Keith Stanfield has done a lot of stuff that you probably have seen. Um, people mm-hmm. out there, he he was heralded in a movie a few years ago called Jesus and the Black Messiah. He was in the original Knives Out. Um, I love know, he, Knives Out. He was love, really love. love really known for get out from a few years ago that he was one of the oh, yeah, one of the main yeah, characters yeah. in that and so uh so yeah he is uh he's he's an actor who's really kind of on the come up right now really doing a lot of stuff and i was really it happy was to cast. see him in this movie great cast um i like this movie quite a bit here's the thing and we won't go too far into yeah. detail because i don't want to spoil it it's darker than i expected agree it, really it is, is darker um it is. This is what, okay, so as a movie guy, mm-hmm. I've had a lot of people come to me and ask me specific, specifically mm-hmm. about the Barbie movie. And that's an entirely different discussion. But they say, do would you take your kids to see it? Okay. And I give them my opinion. You know, if I had a daughter, I probably would let her, you know, whatever. Um, if I, if my, my son doesn't go to the movies very often. He's not ready for the movies. He's not ready to sit down for two hours in the quiet. Sure, would, that's, that's a lot. Yeah. And that's fine. Um, and this movie is a two hour movie. It's a little long. It's over days, two hours and two over, minutes. Yeah, it is not short. Um, but, um, I probably wouldn't let my kid young 12 or 13 are mm-hmm. undergo to this movie. It's PG 13 for a reason. It is PG-13. And there is some, again, I don't want to dive too into it. I don't want to make it sound dreary and drastic, but there is, some it dark is not, stuff into this. But, there is a mm-hmm. lot of like, there's some seances going on and depending on your faith, there may be some things that conflict with that. And, Again, I don't want to dispel it. Like, don't go see this or movie. even like but, there is some stuff that could be for young ch- younger children. Yes, it could be scary. Yes, it could yes. be scary. There are a few parts I'm like, and I actually watched this because again, I told the story before. I was seven years old the first time I went to the haunted mansion, and I cried all the way through because I was petrified mm-hmm. of ghosts and darkness. I was right. seven years old, horrible. If I were seven, seeing this movie, there are parts of this movie that I would be like. I would have nightmares. The trees, like that, has uh-huh. the scary faces, the teeth, and the whatever as they're trying mm-hmm. to escape. I was like, holy crap, that's awful yeah like as you know as adults you can be you can separate yourself and be like oh man they you know whatever but like as a small child Mm -hmm. like you could see where it was a little scary yeah so So i would invite you to reach out to myself or even jen if you're like Mm -hmm. okay so i have a 10 year old who watches these kind of movies whatever can you be more i'm happy to be more specific off you know like offline Mm -hmm. or whatever um don't want to go into it now i liked it again it was darker than i thought um the movie is doing okay at the box office uh it's yeah, I, it's slowly trugging along here because it's coming under the heels of Oppenheimer, Barbie, and Mission Impossible right. Dead Reckoning. All these huge, um, all these like, huge films, right? Huge films. Um, and can I just say that for all the talk about Elemental being a bomb and Pixar's worst movie, that movie's making money. It has been trucking along in the top ten, top twelve for like two and a half months now, and it's just consistently making. So it's had it, staying it, power, exactly, because it's a kids' movie and kids can go see it. And I mean, maybe not your young young children, but you know, kids younger then what I would recommend for Haunted Mansion or Barbie can go see Elemental and be fine. And so, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, if you haven't seen Elemental out there, folks, catch it at the theater. It's actually, it's worth it. So anyway, any final thoughts? That was also playing on the ship. <laughs> oh, was it? Oh, you didn't see that yeah. one, did you? I didn't know. I didn't see that one. So we, what was playing initially was Guardians um, 3, mm-hmm. Elemental, right. and then I, Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course we were doing so many of the other activities, but then right. we we're sitting at breakfast one morning and they announced 
there's the premiere of the haunted mansion tonight at midnight and we're all like oh. Fine. like now <laughs> oh at midnight go at midnight it. oh we did yeah. not do the midnight because we had an early excursion the next day right so we waited though like we found out okay it's going to be playing the rest of the crew so it. we'll just go with, like a different love like it love that so um so yeah i i you know decide for yourself you're the parents decide for yourself how you know mm-hmm. it's but it's it is a, pg-13 it's a, so it's PG-13. It's, it's a comedic ghost story there are ghosts in this and there are some scary are moments ghosts. in this played yes. for laughs sometimes but if you're a young child is impressionable by this kind of thing scared of the dark stuff it may not be something you want to do maybe well, like even YouTube, a sleeping yeah. even sleeping beauty my niece was very scared of sleeping yeah. beauty as a child because maleficent is mm-hmm. maleficent is creepy like right like I she mean, was she's a scary villain snow white's, snow white's scary adventures in disneyland is creepy as heck <laughs> Oh, I mean, I get it. <laughs> I get it. So I think that's a good play, a good stopping point with some news and a movie review. So we'll shut this thing down. Jen, where can we find you online to follow you to Costa Rica? Well, you can find me at Upon a Star Jen. My personal Instagram is at Jen underscore Novotny. Um, of course, Upon a Star Travel will also be posting some of our adventures. I will be there with Agent Sarah. And mm-hmm. we are going to be um, zip lining, whitewater rafting, all sorts of amazing things. It'll be so much fun time. Fun times. Find me at the Magic on a Dollar on Instagram. Find me at Magic on a Dollar and Disney on a Dollar on Facebook, of course. And you can find Upon a Star Travel in all the usual places. Find the show, them, them, the MSE podcast, and all the usual places as well. We're also on YouTube, by the way. We never promote YouTube, but we're but on we YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see our glorious faces. You can see Jen's beautiful face. You can see my big head as well. Uh, see my kids stepping into this episode and such. Uh, we're going to try to do more with YouTube. I know. Earlier in the summer, we talked about some stuff we had coming up. It's just been one of those summers, and I think a lot of people are like this, where there's just so much going on, travel and things and stuff happening. So we're getting on the ball of all of that. We do want to do some live YouTube shows. We want to do some Patreon Mm -hmm. stuff coming up as well. So just stay tuned for that. Be patient with us. We're getting there, I promise. Uh, Jen, glad to have you back. We'll miss you next week, and hopefully we'll have you back for longer than just one or two episodes in a row the week after. Yeah, I need to be home for a little bit, actually. (laughs) You do. You need to be home. You have a a brand new house to take care of. And hey, those Amish people need their butters. you got to start turning, right? Oh, gosh. For Jen, I am Dave, the Main Show Ethical Podcast. Don't forget to thank your Phoenicians. Thank you for listening to the Main Street Electrical Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The MSE Podcast. Or visit our website at themsepodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe and may all your wishes come true.